0: It's not supposed to be just a mere presupposition. Truth is older than language, but the word of God is way deeper than any human language. And now, Apostle Grace with the word. Somebody give the Lord a hand clap of praise. Give the Lord a mighty hand clap of praise. No, that, that is... Come on, give the Lord a mighty hand clap of praise. Give the Lord a mighty handbag of praise. You're not clapping. That's better. Hallelujah. How many of you are acquainted with the Spirit that brings things quicker? There is a spirit that brings things quicker. I mean quicker. While he ministered, the Lord started to show me a few individuals here. That's one of them. That's another. The Lord is about to bring things quicker. That's another. The Lord is about to bring things quicker. I'm quicker. And I mean quicker. You're about to do things in here that men could not do in 20 years. You're going to do things in two days that men could never do in 300 days. In the name of Jesus. You're about to do things in four years that men have not done in 40 years. I mean, your one year is going to be ten years for every man. In the name of Jesus Christ, receive it. Thank you, Lord. Just raise your hands and just worship Jesus.
1: My Jesus, I love Oh mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
0: Wonderful! Where have you been? How are you? Kurika ye budaya. Charity, what am I doing? Ocha ina jet lag. Bubuze. Tomotia. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Today I want to speak simple but complicated message. You understand? Because we're living in a time where we must redeem the time. The Bible says. The Bible says, redeem the time for the days are evil. There are many people who are not sensitive to the time of God. They are sensitive to time. You understand? They're sensitive to time, but they're not sensitive to the time. There is a difference between time and the time. Praise the Lord Jesus. And that's the fourth dimension of the spirit, time. Because the world is three dimensional. Praise the Lord. That means anybody can understand God by the message that the world communicates if They put their heart to it, up to at least the third dimension. The things on the earth can teach you. Praise the Lord. For example, if you believe that God doesn't exist, they bring for you someone who is possessed by a demon, a wakana. You can't argue; that's obvious. That's three D. Praise the Lord. When you get to the timings of God. Time on the earth changes. Why? Already there's a principle underlying one day in the house of the Lord is like a thousand in the world. So the way God views 24 hours is different from the way the human being calculates 24 hours. You understand? When a man starts to function in the fourth dimension of the spirit, he starts to understand timing by God. He stops to think timing by man. He starts to understand timing by God many people who think timing by men and and they relate that with the mind of God pertaining time and that is why they are confused they don't understand how God works that is why Daniel goes to God and says oh God you say that these guys will be in bondage for seven years now we passed that but we're still in bondage why? because he calculated according to the times of men not the times of the spirit so when we say that we're redeeming the time because the days are evil if we have a general line of the timing of the athlete, the true testimony of redeeming time is when the man gets from the heavenly atmosphere and fixes heavenly time on earthly time. That's redeeming the time. Redeeming means that you buy more time when you put heavenly time to work in the earth. You get it? You buy more time. Why? Because the spirit quickeneth. Quickeneth not just seed. Quickness means that it produces the life of God and the life of God is not subject to speed and time. It can supersede any time. Are we together with his head? Are we together at that level? So when we are redeeming the time, there are certain things that this generation or our generation should not even be wasting time. When you see ministers who are picking flowers, fighting fellow ministers on television, radio, newspapers, those men have they don't have They don't have ending of redeeming time. We are so out of time to do certain things. How many of you understand? We're so out of time to be involved in certain things. That's why you can't hear Apostle Grace on Facebook fighting a certain preach. I don't even have a Facebook account. I don't have time. You're busy. And these days the world changed, electricity no longer checks what? There's a demon called Telemundo. It possesses housewives. Be delivered from the demon called Telemundo. I say, Be delivered from the demon called Telemundo. In Jesus' name. Yeah, Telemundo. Chip. cheap soaps, demon. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord Jesus. Can we carry on? We carry on. So the Christian now starts to get attached. to us write to redeem. They wasted a lot of time with us. Some of you don't understand coming from. But some of us people wasted a lot of time on us. Some of us were prayer items for so long. You understand? That they are speaking to a woman and says the Nakova preacher, I said why are you tired of preaching, he says every preacher I go to wants money I told her let me give it to you for free you get it because every preacher now in Kampala is thinking money you understand the guy sits on the pulpit and he's thinking money you understand, he starts to preach, testify, the guy is thinking money you get money, 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 money. You get a rental. Some people you can even see money on their face. Am I lying? That's the truth. So, if they want to hold you on something, they will hold you on something. Why? Because they know they can survive on that. One time I was preaching about the doctrine of curses. <laughs> and I was showing people how people have preached curses in the Bible in, in the church and what the Bible actually speaks about curses. A certain woman stood up and said Baturimba! <laughs> that was hilarious for me. I had never seen someone disturbed that they were like <laughs> Praise the Lord. But that's the, that's the last that's, 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 that's prophecy being fulfilled in the last days. Men shall preach doctrines of the devils as even the doctrines of Christ. Hallelujah. But that's not how we are so. Hebrews chapter 11. If you say amen. I want to share a certain line. Don't worry by the end you'll understand so this thing is going to be a bit so hard for you to understand but in the end you will understand hmm? praise the Lord now I want to think that you, you have enough guts to hold some meat today praise the Lord so that we don't waste time picking flowers Hebrews 11 verse 31 1 two, three, let's go by faith, the harlot Rahab perished not with them that believed not when she had received the spies with peace. Amplified Bible. Prompted by faith, I hear me. Rahab, the prostitute, was not destroyed alone with those who refused to believe and obey because she had received the spies in peace without enmity. Give me the Message version It says by an act of faith Rahab the Jericho Halot Will come the spies and escape the Destruction that came on those who refused to trust on God Let's understand a certain mystery around Rahab I want to explain a certain Mystery around Rahab you'll understand Why certain people have Escaped destruction And some are destroyed the Bible says that my people die For they lack knowledge. So what is killing men? Lack of money. Lack of knowledge. Praise the Lord Jesus Christ. They are not praying a lot. They are not fasting a lot. No. People die because they lack. So people die because they what? They lack knowledge. Joshua chapter 2 verse 1. Are we there? We're going to read the wrong story. Very long, but don't worry. You will understand why we have to read it. Someone is already restless. Mwamajira fireworks. Ay, 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 ay. Oh my God. Praise the Lord Jesus Christ. Joshua chapter 2. Are we there? Let's read. The Bible says, and now Joshua, the son of Nun, sent out of Shittim two men to spy secretly, saying, go view the land, even Jericho. And they went and came unto Anhalot's house. Somebody said they came to a halot's house. And the Bible says the harlot was named Rahab. And lodged there. And it was told the king of Jericho, saying, Behold, there came men in Pithah tonight to the children of Israel to search out the country. And the king of Jericho sent unto Rahab, saying, He told Jericho, The king of Jericho sent message to Rahab, saying, That means even the king of Jericho knew Rahab. (laughs) Okay. And the Bible says, And the the king of Jericho sent unto Rahab, saying, Bring forth the men, that I come to thee, which are entered into thine house, for they be come to search out all the country. Who told those guys that these guys had come to spy? And the woman, the Bible says, verse four, took the two men and hid them and said, "Thus the unto me, but I wish not whence they were. That means she lied to the king and said, there are some guys who came along, but I don't even know where. There you go, right? Write this verse. The Bible says it came to pass about the time of shutting of the gate when it was dark and the men went out with her. The men went I would not pursue after them quickly for you shall overtake them. She's advising them how to get the guys. And the Bible says and she had brought them up to the roof of the house and hid them with the stalks of flax which she had laid in order upon the roof and the men pursued after them the way to Jordan and to the fords and as soon as they which pursued after them were gone out they shut the gate. And before they were laid down, before they, lay, they were laid down, she came up unto them and told, unto the roof, sorry, and she said unto the men, the two spies, I know that the Lord God has given you the land, I know. You get it? I know God has given you. It's like me driving my car, and I said, I know the Lord has given you my car, yet I'm driving it, you see? So Rahab's place was a place so together. So the Bible says, she says, I what? I know that the Lord has what? Given you the land and that your terror is fallen upon us and that all the inhabitants of the land faint because of you. For we have heard how the Lord dried up the water of the Red Sea for you when you came out of Egypt and that you did, and and, and what you did unto the two kings of the Amorites that were on the other side of Jordan, Sheho and Og, whom ye utterly destroyed. And as soon as we had these things, our hearts did melt neither did there remain any more courage in any man because of you for the lord your god he is god in heaven and above all the earth beneath now therefore i pray thee who is asking ah Rahab. she said therefore i pray thee swear unto me by my lord by the lord sorry since i have shown you kindness that you'll also show kindness unto my father's house and give me a true token and that you will save a life, my father, my mother, my brethren, and my sisters, and all that they have, and deliver our lives from death. And the man answered her and said, our life for yours. For if you utter not, this our business, and it shall be when the Lord hath announced the land that we will deal kindly and truly with thee. And then she let them down by a cord, she led them down by a cord through the window, through the window, for her house was upon the town wall, and she dwelt upon the wall. And she said unto them, Get you to the mountain, lest the pursuers meet you, and hide yourself there three days until the pursuers be returned. And after, why may ye go your way? And the men said unto her, We will be blameless of this thine oath which thou hast made us swear. Behold, when we come into the land, thou shalt bind this line of scarlet thread in the window, the particular one that you let us down with, which thou didst let us down by, and thou shalt bring thine father and thine mother and thine brethren, and all thy father's household unto home unto thee. And it shall be that whosoever shall go out of the doors of the house in the streets, his blood shall be upon his head, and we will not be guiltless. And whosoever shall be with thee in the house, his blood shall be on our head, if any man be upon him. And if thou wilt utter this our business, then we will be be quit of thine oath which thou hast made to swear. And she said, according to your and she sent them away, and they departed, and she bound the scarlet linen in the window And they went and came unto the mountain and abode there three days until the pursuers were returned. The pursuers sought them throughout all the land and fought them not. And so the two men returned and descended from the mountain and passed over and came to Joshua the son of Nun and told him all the things that befell them. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So you've understood the story. Joshua Shittim sends guys to Jericho to go and spy out The land. Have we read? And the Bible tells us that when they go out to spy out the land, they enter a house of a harlot. Somebody said harlot. But it's harlot. So so they go in the house of a, a prostitute. Okay? A whore. You understand? And then that's where she hides them. King sends for them she refuses. You've heard the story very well. Now, the Bible now comes in Hebrews and says by faith Rahab was saved because she refused to move with them that believed not for she gave peace to the spies. Are we together? Are we together? Are we together? Now, behold the mystery. Rahab being a prostitute was part of the problem in Jericho. She wasn't part of the solution imminently, so to speak, because she was a prostitute. Are you with me? And when two spies come into that land, the last place you could have expected them to come was a place of a prostitute. But that means that they were desperate to get into a particular place for hiding. And so they land in the household. But they hallowed Rahab. is not Rahab. She knows something about the children of Israel. She had heard what the Lord had done for them. Defeating the two kings of Sheho and Og. She had heard of how the Lord dried the Red Sea for their own sake. She, that means... That there were testimonies that moved ahead of the children of Israel so much that when the sons and daughters in Jericho, the Amorites, the, the Syrians, sat down to talk, somehow their conversations always engaged the testimonies of the children of Israel. I pray people sit over you. I said I pray people sit over you in the name of Jesus Christ. That some people will sit when you're not there and they start to talk about your God in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. And it's possible. Someone gets into a conversation recently with my spiritual that said, Hey, is this guy called Apostle Christ? They're hit her So she says, Is she sad because she said your name? <laughs> no, that's not the reason. Arrest your continence. <laughs> you just arrest your continence. Everything that, that just relates to you. If a man speaks evil, his tongue will turn like this. Why? Because you are anointed. Hallelujah. You see, one time I understood freedom. Freedom in Christ. Praise the Lord. So when the Bible speaks of the law of liberty, do you realize that the judgments of God begin from liberty, not bondage? You're not going to be judged because of how much bondage you're in. You're going to be judged because of how much freedom you have in Christ. Some of you have not understood That is why he says, for all men shall be judged. So he says, so speak ye and do so as they that shall be judged by the law of liberty. We're not going to be judged by the law of bondage. We're not going to be judged by the law of bondage. We're not going to be judged by the law of bondage. The Bible says we're going to be judged by the law of liberty. Because you're given, the Lord gave you liberty. And that's where the judgments of God begin. I gave you the liberty to Because it's like, if I trust you with money, are you hearing me? I can judge you over what I've trusted you. But I can't judge you over what I've not trusted you. You get where I'm coming from? I cannot judge you over what I've not what? Trusted you. So we're at a place where we're speaking, at a place where God has given the Christian enough liberty and the beginning of your liberty is the beginning of God's judgment. Why? Because he trusts that you are free. And the the root line explanation of a man being under the law of liberty is a man having the ability to see in all the dimensions of the spirit christians are not supposed to see one dimension any. you understand some christians are one dimension some ministers are one dimension they are not even fully fully gnosco they are quarter of gnosco you get what i'm trying to tell they can't minister Okay, it's one thing to be missed, the big no, but they are, they are not even fully Gnoshko. They're not speaking from a fully experienced line of knowledge. You get it? So, when you even introduce a Bigno, the advanced knowledge of God, it becomes a very hard thing. Because the mysteries of God start to hit the human spirit with a particular weight. And what's in the weight is the glory. You get it? And that's why he comes to the, to the disciples and tell them, for there are many things I need to tell you, but you're unable to bear the insights. You're unable to bear. They're too heavy for you. You understand? And because they're too heavy for them, the Bible says their ears have waxed dull. They're full of wax. And they're dull of hearing. So there are certain things that you can't preach to them. Why? Because they're used to a certain dimension. You get it. So if It's not bad, okay? It's not bad. But only to a particular level. That works for a man of understanding. Because you see, I always tell Christians, the end of this, the end of your liberty, was the expectation. So when he says, I have good plans to make you prosper, not to have me to give you that future, that hope, and that expected end, God is is determined to give you your expected end. But now we go to the level of how much expectation is in you. There's a man right now whose expected end is good. If you ever give me a house in a company, give me a car, BMW, give me another house in the village, educate my children, help me live longer. What else do I need? You got it? That is satisfied. Are you hearing me? That man's end is satisfied. He's satisfied with a small, little, nice cup. How selfish. There's some Christians, you know, ignorance is a bad thing. Let me tell you something. One time, when I was growing in the gospel, I was still a baby. I prayed a certain prayer. I believe some of you have prayed, many of you. I say, because I had another man pray it. You know those prayers? Like some people who copy tongues. He finds a man who says, chocolate, chocolate. You also hear him say shukul. Have you ever been in a ministry where all of them speak the same tongues? Really? Really? Listen, God is not copycat. He's original. Tell God is original like New Testament. Are you hearing me? So I went to the Lord and I told God, Jesus, don't give me too much money to forget you. can give me money, but don't give me too much. I even quoted the book of Psalms where he said it. Thank God that time I was hearing God. The Lord was very clear with me. He told me you have a problem. Humble man, I'm praying. I don't want riches. Me, I want you. <laughs> you get it? I had a certain line of godliness, how humility. I am very humble, God. Why do you make me rich and I forget you? Oh, if it does to forget you, God, ah, you take your money. And the Lord told me, my son, you have a problem. I asked him, uh, what? But even the Psalm said it. He told me, David was not born again. I said no. Wait, 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 wait. What do you mean? He told me David was not born again. So David has a right to speak as a man not born again. He was a soul in relationship with God. He wasn't a spirit in relationship with God. David did not have the judgments of the mind of the spirit. That's how funny Old Testament nature was. That David can kill Uriah, sleep with Beersheba, you understand? And he doesn't know he has made a mistake. No, I not by what? Made a mistake. And what do we read? A prophet has to come to him and tell him through a reader. Because the prophet fears to, to put judgment on the king. So he puts judgment on the king by questioning him. A rich man had a father, this and there are many and Then there's poor man who had one, and the rich man got one. You get it? And then David says, That man deserves death. he has dubbed himself. You get it? After judging himself, that's when A. Now the prophet tells him, David, you did badly. It is bad to kill another man's husband another woman's husband, and then you take her, okay? And the Bible said, And rent himself. <laughs> David. Now you who is born again, can you really do that? <laughs> and then you don't know that you're doing it. Why? Because now you have the Holy Spirit. He's inside you. He says, I shall write my laws in your heart. They're inside your system. Even when you look at someone with anger, you don't even need to be told you, you look, you, you just know. It's obvious. But the spirit of the world, for men who are still in the soul, they don't sense. They, part of them that that that, that, that misapprehends sense. When someone says, what is wrong with, with alcohol? You get it. What is wrong? Of course there is nothing wrong. You get it? Of course there is nothing wrong. But the Lord gave you options. Be not drunk with wine where in there is excess, but be filled with the Holy Ghost. He gave you two extremes. Like a man can get too high and do things on the on on what? On the influence of alcohol. Even you you can get too high and do things on the influence of the Holy Ghost. neighbor it's possible so why do you waste your time getting high on on, on alcohol when you can get high by the Holy Ghost hallelujah so you are dealing with men of the soul so when a man of the soul says oh God give me money but not enough to forget you I understand but he told me the spirit man cut that way. and I said so how do we pray he answered me by a question who will feed the orphans who will feed the widows? Who will build that multi-million dollar facility you've seen? How will I do it? It will be by money. So I said, God, now what should I do? He said, you can have money and still not forget me. I said, nah. <laughs> Oh, thank you, Lord. Do you understand? That's why I told people we are raising a generation of guys who are rich, wise, married, exceptional, set apart, deep. You understand? Nga- you never gonna a You say the Lord shall perfect that concerns you. marriage, business, education, wisdom, glory, wealth, depth, men walking, blind eyes see. You understand? Even in heaven, you reach like a general and every Son, you, you got your deep. You got your deep. It's possible. But the legal line has reached anointed men, poor prophets, begging apostles, manipulative teachers, shallow preachers. The Lord shall perfect that which concerns you. I said the Lord shall perfect that which concerns you. And you must believe God for a perfection in all spheres of your life. In the name of Jesus. I mean all spheres of your life. I believe that. I repented. I said that because I didn't know that I was praying the wrong prayer. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So be delivered from such prayers. Praise the Lord. I would have forgotten Himself because He's the richest entity. But He hasn't forgotten Himself. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You want to know why I'm saying these things? I got tired. Some of us got tired of some Christianity there are some Christians we look at and we wish we are not born again. Am I talking to someone? Have you read Pisuk? And you say, But why the Christian is the one who is on demon 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 control? Do you understand? The Christian is the one who is poor. The Christian is the one who is married as it wasn't even a so, it wasn't even a church, it was a hostwari. The old test the people, some people come from a generation where it's okay to be poor, it's okay to be hungry, it's okay to be weak. You understand, trying to tell you, you look at the Christians like the way they eat, the way they talk, the way they relate, they are struggling. You understand, when to tell you, they have nothing on them, and they say, <laughs>
1: the reason for failure. I refuse to be normal. I refuse to be broke. I refuse to be broken. I refuse to fail. I refuse to be disadvantaged. I refuse.
0: It's not pride. It's nature. How do you feel when you go to somebody who doesn't believe God and then you tell them lend me five thousand? Oh God. scriptures that look like are impossible. You shall lend to nations. With what? How do you lend to nations? Some of you are paying loans. What? No. Get out of that life. It's about time we lend to nations. It's about time President Barack Obama came to Uganda looking for take away and he says as a state of the United States of America we feel that you are the only man woman, who can give us a loan and the day he comes you act like you have a certain call you must take before drinking give me a second hello madam you know Obama needs Disappointment. Why? Because you have been too turned black that you can't anymore. The preacher doesn't think my problem. I wish I can enter and understand that the landlord is shaking me. Listen, chair of God, I pray in the name of Jesus that there is a taxi in this house. You heard what I prayed. Maybe that's the reason I spoke. Some of you have not believed if you are not shaken. And a blood shaking comes quicker. Because you have settled down for status quo. Until they even start to say Gendard D. In the name of Jesus. Listen, Donald Trump was a normal guy until he ran bankrupt. You understand? human effort ceased. That's when God came in. Some of you need that change. You need a certain overhaul. You've you've settled for certain things for too long. That God just needs to come into your system and change it. No, it's not even the devil. No. No, no, no. He knows very well the only way you can enter certain glory is living another. That's why I find it so hard to pray for Christians who say, I find it so hard because I be thinking, don't you realize God wants to give you a mansion? I'm speaking to someone, by the way. I don't know who, but I'm speaking to someone in the name of Jesus. So some of us come from a tired place. There are certain things we got so tired of. I don't know if you understand where I'm coming from. The Christian is always the victim in the story. If it was a movie, the Christian is always the victim in the story. You enter your home and you say, oh, You're a you're the stupid one. Why? Because you're born again. If you are not born again, you'll not be stupid. And not because the gospel on you is foolishness to them, no. But because you look foolish yourself. You don't show anything. You understand, Brandon? You don't do nothing. Nothing. One time my father said, this boy, I think he has a problem on his head. Uh." I said, okay. God, create a situation. Create a situation that will create sanity in this home. A few days later, my mom calls me. Your dad is dying. His heart was killing. Your dad is going to die. I just came in the guy's bedroom. I said, mommy, leave me with him. I try to say, Quit, hat, 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 Now he calls me Pastor. <laughs> and that's what I'm saying. You understand? You're just cold fire. You just call fire. ay 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 ay. Ay 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 ay. Ay That was telling me a story. broke into their offices and robbed every office. Except his. Fetaba? <laughs> So one person came and asked, "How come they didn't rob you?" Of course, pastor. Now you see the mystery. Ah, <laughs> 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 That's what I'm trying to say. Listen, refuse to go under certain lights. Oh, the economy is bad. No, no, for me it's good. You understand? It's good. He it says, "For where there is a falling down, you shall say that there is a heart rising up." They day they say fewer has increased. I will go, eh! I mean, start to speak the opposite of things. Why? Because the God you worship speaks of the things that are not. That's what they are. Stop that all on. No, that's not who we are. Tell your neighbor that's not the divine fiber. I got tired of a certain Christianity. One time I was in this line of ministry, I found a man who used to speak the dead God, and we interacted. You understand? And after that meeting, I asked myself, how come this man with this knowledge? Has still failed in ministry. How can he know? And he has still failed in this ministry. And the Lord told me, My son, he doesn't know. You see, it's one thing to speak the things of the Spirit, it's another to speak from the hypnosis of those things. Many people minister from the Gnosco of those things. You understand? The weights. Of the Spirit are attached to the gifting, not the experiences of the mind of God. You get it? So, the inevitability of the word to work by reason of revelation. What? Revelation. To the man is not a revelation, it's just the gifting. Listen, God doesn't want us to function by gifts that cannot produce the very life of Christ. This is useless. Like a Christian who is praying every day, but they don't look like the prayer they make. Like that guy who is fasting every day, but they don't look like the prayer they do. And then some of us eat our pork very well, get satisfied, and you open a deaf ear and a blind eye without any strain. And you're all living on the same and platform. This is the reason they don't really know if you know it will work. If you know it will work, listen. If you know it, it will work. That's why even the men who seem like they don't know but have, take heed. They know. The only people that haven't understood this is there's a difference between a man articulating what he has. Are you hearing me? And a man not being able to articulate what he has. Certain men are lost for words by reason of the depth in which they've launched. But if it's the essence of the testimony, they can still reveal Christ to the degrees and levels of any way. You get it? They can still reveal Christ. Why? Because there's a place of knowledge. They just are preserved by knowledge. They just are delivered by knowledge. They just are kept by knowledge. You can no longer live a Christianity where you're just a prayer point for all men of God. Every time you're the one who they're casting out that generational curse. You can never get to a point to graduate into the knowledge of God. The things that ought not to work in your life anymore because you have walked enough with God. He says, they that know they are God shall do mighty exploits. They want not speak deep things. No. He says, they shall do mighty exploits. says they error not knowing the word and the power. Because those two are correlated. There's a place that vindicates every man in the spirit. That's why they call the mystery of godliness. What makes God God? The same thing that makes the mystery of godliness. Is the very entity that one he will be vindicated by the spirit. He will be vindicated by the spirit. That means the spirit will justify you. He will seek to make you right before you finish. The very experience Peter has in the in the church of in the house of Cornelius, the Bible says, while he spake, the spirit, while he spake, that means a certain thing that will start to consistently pursue your life because you know. Because you know. So, there are things Paul called vain junglings. You get it? And sometimes vain junglings is not necessarily men who speak the off lines. Sometimes vain junglings is the men who think they know what they speak and what they speak seems true and deep but it cannot work in their lives. That's the most dissipating thing on any man. You don't like the anointing upon your life. It's bad. It's bad. When you're a Christian and salvation is not around you, it's very painful. When you're the one who tells them, let's trust God, but your marriage is failing, it's very painful. When you're the one who tells them that God, you're the barren one, it's very painful. It, listen, I, listen, God has not raised us to live at level. He hasn't. There's something we don't know. We're just not humble enough to ask And there's this thing some people call persistence. They may not go persistence. Stick on. And some people have stuck on and they've gone to the grave sticking on. But they never saw God. So, it's not enough for you to think that because your mental ascent has, has an application that you mean that you have faith. Some people's minds agree enough to melt affection to a particular direction and they call that faith. <laughs> faith is the substance. Greek word there is material of things hoped for. It is the evidence of things not seen, for by it the elders, not babies, obtained a good report. Why don't you have a report? Why don't you have a report? Why don't you have a report? That's why I tell guys at church, if it is faith, it will work. If it didn't work, it wasn't faith. The way You can't say I have believed, but it didn't work. Trust me, you didn't believe it would work. You didn't believe it would work you did not believe it, did, it would work hallelujah hallelujah But the time has come where the church has got to grow past a certain level we've been pampered as babes for so long we must mature in the knowledge of god we must know the depth height the length that we might be filled with all the fullness of god Listen, God has not called us in this world to just be normal men and women of God, Christians who come to praise and worship, and then you get your five thousand and come to Fanera and go back home. I refuse, and that is why I tell you, if you come to Fenero for months and nothing changes, never come back. Never come back. Never come back. Never come back. You know, to Chaga and I am never come back if nothing changes in your spirit. Why? Because we owe God an accountability. We owe God an accountability. When we deliver the oracles, we expect a certain result in the lives of men. And that's the thing called testimony. Our giftings yet met the way. It's true. But there was a place where the giftings ended and we had to sustain the lives of men. We had to be accountable to God for your lives. We have wasted a lot of time in the church. Christians Christians, men of God, we have wasted people's time. We have wasted people's time. I met a woman, she has been born again for 35 years. She's still breaking generational curses. 35 years in the gospel. We have kids in, 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 in who you, you preach to them 2-3 months and they're already making lemon men walk, opening blind eyes. This woman for 35 years does not know the gospel. They brought a the man and he had a cancer and the Lord told me, tell you you're going to get the cancer out. That week I'd gotten 6 cancers out of people's bodies and they'd left Mulab. I told this guy I want to pray for him. He told me, no. My thing is deeper than this cancer. My thing is a generational curse. Don't laugh. It's serious. He told me, don't pray at that level. Don't waste your time. He left my office. I'm sure he's going to die. Unless the Lord somehow gets into his head and tells him, but who told this man? Who told this man that this was a generational curse? He's going to die at a very young age. Except the Lord comes up for him. Because somebody told him a message that was not true. He says that the parents shall not eat bitter fruits and their children's teeth are set on the edge. You can't pay a price for your mother's witchcraft. It's not there. But how many Christians up to now are still breaking? My father didn't get married. Even me. You're still breaking. You're breaking what was already broken. <laughs> You're building the very things that were broken. You've made the Bible says yourself a transgressor. And we have now men who are not even the ba- who can't even wear the balances. They don't even know the truth between law and grace. They don't know the truth between the finished work of Christ and the New Testament. They, they. we have wasted people's time. Some Christians have been walked out of salvation. And they went back to their mainstream churches. What will we tell God when men have not seen God? Do you realize that now sometimes these meetings that we have are more than just you getting excited that you came to Fanero. We must be able to impart into you, like Paul said, some spiritual thing that in the end you might be established. The Hebrew word, the Greek word there is that you might be realigned to a particular course of your destiny. You're all a total sum of the destinies that have been arrayed in your life by the men you listen to. You ought to listen to. Why? Because every time your ears are open to certain things that come out as truth and then they produce life that you carry that all as a result of what you call faith of what you call faith who told this guy that he can't get cancer out of his system because he has a generation who told him who told him do you see how serious this is do you know how many people are dying every day Because they don't know the simplest truths of the gospel. Do you know how many families are failing? Do you know how many businesses are failing? Do you know how many people are failing? Because they do not know the truth of the gospel. Hallelujah. So we've raised gullible souls. People who are easily manipulatable, ever learning, but never coming to the epitome, the knowledge. They never come to the knowledge. They never come to the knowledge. They never come to the knowledge. They're ever learning. You go to overnight, Wednesday or Friday, overnight. What? They are, they've cast out. They've gone to every pastor. They're like going to witch doctors. Eh? They don't go opposite. Go then the first one fails and then they look for another witch doctor. Then they put their head. You understand? The only difference is that their witch doctors have ministries, international ministries. But it's the same thing. They go for, for you understand where I'm coming from. And the Christian never lives a life of freedom once in their life. And they die trying. By the time we bury them in the grave, they never saw greatness. They never saw greatness. They never saw greatness. Even their dreams and expectations went so low that what they called expectation were not really expectation. They were a life of men who kept adapting another level while the, the last level failed. They spared to be great. But as they grew older, their aspirations started changing by the status quo. And then they started to settle for the less things. And these things became goals and objectives. And then you look at the life of a Christian and you read the Bible and you realize them and the Bible, they are two different entities. They're just a bunch of excited men. Not because they bumped into a particular window of revelation, but because they tickled enough fancy of their sentiment to excite them and excite men. Not in the truth. When in truth. Hallelujah, Hallelujah. Some of these days, some of you now understand what I'm saying. You switch on TV, and no man can minister to you. Not because you're proud, not because you're proud, but because some men, some ones are like Nigerian movies. You know the end. They are predictable. She's going to marry another guy, and then the guy will cheat on her, and then smile, bring another one, and then somehow they'll chase out of the wife, and then the real wife comes in the house to God be the glory. Some summons are like Nigerian movies. I'm not abusing them. Have I mentioned any name? But do you understand where I'm coming from? You say, we want to wake up and be fed. You understand? And be fed. The Bible says He is the Shepherd of our souls. I want to wake up and hear something that will throw me sixty years ahead. You understand? I want to wake up and hear something that will cause me to get the cancer out of a man's body. Why? Because I've been taken to a rock that is higher than I. That is higher than I. But today, even preachers are ministering counseling, palliative care for the terminally ill. One time I had a friend, he was, I think he was about 17, 18. He felt very sick. And one time they called a reverend home. He saw the reverend saying, Food day. It seems the doctors told my parents not to tell me. So this guy has come to make his last benediction. Are you hearing me? Why? Because when men went to Bible school, they were taught many things theologically. And they were also taught how to bury men. They have books on burying. God, we are, we are teaching. <laughs> we must write the syllabus, man of God. Whereby even in your Bible school, Bible school, we are teaching now. We open a topic. Is it a Part of the syllabus with examinations. The day they do examinations, we write a letter to our hospital. Listen, I've raised a dead man. I'm not raising dead man. I'm not talking of this deadness of I'm talking of cold dead. So I know what it means. That death to my Bible school examination. Who? you yita. I don't know who I'm speaking to. Somebody say I refuse. I refuse. And I refuse to bury my own alley. He says you shall go to your grave. As a stalk of wheat. In its season. Full of age. Full of age. Full of age. I don't care if they say you have cancer. so many Full of age. Full of age. That's your story. She had to die. No. One time I found a woman with a man of God called Jack Barlow. She brought me a lady who could not give birth. She was carving miscarriage. So when she met me, I told her, what happened? She says, I lost the child last year. I told her now, mom, I don't want to pray for you to give birth to a child also. I want to also call back the one who died. She told me, no. No. That's her wife. The Lord called him. I said, the Lord called him. The Bible says it's not the Lord who allows a woman to bring forth, and she does not what produce. He's not that God. That's a devil. I wired one in Kaba. She had X-rays of six third, third month, sixth month. They called me when she was about to die. Prayed for her, she got to life. The Lord told me she had lost a child in the first in the first thing last year. I told her I'm calling back that second child. Called back the second child. She produced twins. The extra short twins at the seventh month. Obatobi kid is a woman. The kid was named after my name. The second one is called Grace. This is a generation that should call the kids a cup. You can't lose your child. You can't. Listen, God is calling us. Listen, I know there's someone in this room who says I believe. That's why you're not here pretty. But of the things we have seen, of the things we have touched, of the things we have tested concerning this word of life, John says, We tell you these things that your fellowship might be with us, for our fellowship is with the Father. No man sees God and can't witness. No man sees God and can't witness. Somebody say it's working in me. Say it's working in me. There's a certain life. There's a certain life I refuse to have. I refuse to have. It doesn't matter your story. It doesn't matter where you were raised. It doesn't matter who your father is. It doesn't matter how old you are. Listen, God got a prostitute. And the prostitute just believed. She just believed. She just believed. And that's when I realized that the Lord is the master. He's the master of turning weakness into strength. So when you read situation of scriptures, oh, your weakness, in our weakness, your strength is made perfect. In this your strength is made perfect. Some of you don't understand actually weakness. Witness means the state you could not because you are far beyond it. Are you understanding me? This is a harlot, a prostitute. She just believes. You understand? The Bible doesn't tell you ask that she changed. No, she just believed. Are you hearing me? She just believed and hid these guys by faith. And the scriptures tell us that they told her one thing we promise you, I'll preserve you. But only do this thing. The moment you lay down a scarlet ribbon, the moment you lay it down, the moment you lay it down, we shall preserve your whole household, except the person who shall go out. Now, let me tell you something about ancient Hebrew culture. In ancient cultures, eh, when a woman was a prostitute, every prostitute had a scarlet ribbon on her house. You understand? When there were men in the house, it was down. When there was a man in the house, she would pull up there. Eh? That is why you remember in the story, when she let down these guys and then she set them going, the Bible says she drew back the red scarlet. The scarlet. She drew it back, meaning customers are welcome. So when a man knew that that's a house of a prostitute, what they would do ah, is in Hebrews. I wanted to show it to you in the last verses. It speaks of how when she let the men go, she pulled back the what, meaning customers are welcome. Meaning by the time she lets them down, she put down the the ribbon. You get it. So that was how men knew that what you see. She bound the scarlet line in the window. She bound it so when she has a customer she what? she puts it down such that you who also wants when you find scarlet you know there is someone when you're passing and you find it tight you know it's free you get it? you understand? do you understand? see how what had to be the sign For a prostitute to communicate to the men who bought became the very line of our salvation. The very line. There is a reason why it was scarlet, red, blood, shed. He that knew not sin, the Bible says, became sin. That we being dead unto sins might live unto righteousness. That's why the Bible is very clear in the history of this Bible. The first. Gentile convert was Rahab, the prostitute. The first Gentile convert. So Rahab is a true representation of the Gentile church. And the Lord extending his hand toward them. Why? For while ye were yet sinners, Christ died. That's his grace. So what should have represented a woman sailing that night was what actually what saved her. So, when I'm talking of weaknesses, his strength is made perfect. You understand? He can get in that prostitute and change her life. And what should have been for bad turns to good. He can change on that woman who didn't even know how to pray. That one who looks like the foolish one. Listen, the Bible says he chose the foolish things of this world, the best things of this world, that he might shame the wise. Listen, the more you think you can't, that's the more you can. God does not choose obvious men. Some of them who used to talk a lot went into comedy. They never preached. If you met some of us years ago, you'd not believe that we could preach. Because we're too different from the gospel. That's why the moment you see witness in you, understand the strength of the Lord. Understand the strength of the Lord. That scarlet burned down that night. You understand? Could have told a man passing that what? There's a person inside but that particular night when they were going around jail it was a sign I believed much as there is a man in to you there is indeed a man in (laughs) you don't understand what I'm trying to say You. there is a man what and who is the man's name Jesus And before we know it, Jacob's group, Joshua's group thought so they were going to go killing men. Eh? That's what they thought. God changes the move. He shakes the walls of Jericho. He shakes Jericho. Breaks down the walls and everything. You understand? Such that you also realize that even God entered the battle and still refused to kill her. Because she believed. And the Bible now tells us in Matthew I think 1.5, she's a grandmother to Jesus. She married one of the patriarchs from prostitute to mama Jesus, judge Jesus to J- Listen, if God can get a prostitute and put her in mercy as a grandmother <laughs> as a grandmother of our Lord listen, God can use anybody I said God can use anybody That's why he says in Romans eleven twenty five, understand this mystery. Let's go there. We'll finish with that. He says, understand this mystery. He says, for I would not, brethren, that you should be ignorant of this mystery. Lest you should be wise in your own conceits that blindness in part is happened to Israel until the fullness of the Gentile be coming. You get it? Next verse. And he says, and so all Israel shall be saved, as it is written. They shall come out of Zion the deliverer, and shall turn away and godliness from Jacob, the flesh. Next verse. For this is my covenant unto them, when I shall take away their sins. As concerning the gospel, they are enemies for your sex. As touching the election, they are beloved of the father's sake. Give me the message version of that. He says, from your point of view, as you hear and embrace the good news of the message, it looks like the Jews are God's enemies. But look, at from, look from the long range perspective of God's overall purpose. They remain God's oldest friends. God, listen, God does not destroy and distance himself from men. The same people you look at and you think they're enemies, yet they are God's longest friends. The same people you look at and they don't look like life. they are. They have the ability to be certain things. You're in for a shock. Next verse, and it says, God's gifts and callings are under full warranty, never canceled, never rescinded. Next verse, there was a time not so long ago when you were on the outs with God, but then the Jews slammed the door on him and things opened up for you. Verse 2, verse 31, now they are of the outs, but with the door held wide open for you that they have a way back in. You understand? Verse 32. In one way or another, God meant that we all experience what it means to be outside so that He can personally open the door. Personally. So, be careful when you judge the salvation of men because you didn't open the door for them. Are you hearing me? God personally. Next verse. Paul got confused. He says, Have you ever come? on anything. Quite like this extravagant generosity of God. He says this deep, deep wisdom. It's way over our heads. We'll never figure it out. That's how God is. Are you hearing me? Now, you're not out. You're in. You're in. Hallelujah. 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 There was a place where all you just needed for you to shift from that label that you're on to another was very simple. At least believe. At least believe that somehow something is going to happen in a few days and switch this situation. Why? Because you're an insider now. You're not a stranger to this. They do not believe. They just hope they will. But for us, it's a faith issue. At least get to a point of understanding that There is a place where the Lord has perfected and shall continue to perfect that which concerns you. In your life. Start to think and understand that there must be something ready to work for you. I think you don't know how. You will never know what. You might have your weaknesses and that's okay. But there is always something ready to work for you. And one day, the men will look for this prostitute and they will not see her anymore. She will be a mother. Because that's the God who finds Hosea and tells him take a wife of the holes. go from the prostitutes and get a wife as in God saw Goma a wife while she was still a prostitute and he got her out of that line listen don't disappoint the God who believed in you when you couldn't now when you now can because of him for you can do all things by Christ who strengthens you why do you slap back to perdition he says we are not of them that draw back to perdition we are of them that believe to the saving of the soul I have come too far to disappoint one. This is no longer, you know. There are some Christians who even say, "Me, I'm disappointed in God. He didn't work for me. I believe, he didn't come." Listen, it's supposed to be the other way, honey. He is disappointed in you. How can you have this anointing and be no more? Are you hearing me? You can't have this glory and be no more. And that's why I speak upon some of your lives,
1: whether
0: eh? the devil wants it or not whether the people who know you want it or not whether they believe it or they don't believe it you are past the level of being normal what do I mean you're not going to get normal grades you're not going to do normal businesses you're not going to sleep in normal houses you're not going to have normal marriages no, you're going to have supernatural marriages, supernatural businesses, supernatural relationships supernatural wisdom Supernatural glory. Supernatural ministries. Supernatural wisdom. Supernatural. That when men are to end, they'll see a certain instinct that can only be of the spirit. They'll see something and say she might be a preacher, but it's something more than a preacher. You understand why? Because that's the knowledge Paul sought. He says that of all the things that were given to me, I have counted loss for the excellence of the knowledge. And yeah, Christ, for whom I have counted all things but loss, but I am in Christ. He counted all things but done. He wanted excellent knowledge. Okay, he had opened blind eyes, met the or raised dead bodies, but he wanted to have excellent That means Paul was past knowledge. He wanted to excel in knowledge. And the Bible says, Ecclesiastes says, and this is the what? This is the what? The excellence of knowledge. That wisdom giveth life to him that already has it. You have a life but on top of the life you have he gives you another life. You don't understand. You are a preacher but on top of preaching he gives you another preaching line. You are a teacher but on top of the teaching he gives you a deeper teaching test- you're an apostle but on top of the apostle he adds another life the apostolic you understand you're a businessman but on top of the business he adds on an extra cream of depth and when that depth comes on you, You don't become a good businessman. You become a businessman of businessmen. You become an apostle of apostles. You become a prophet of prophets. You become a teacher of teachers. You become a a, a graduate of graduates. You understand? You become a master of masters. You start. God elevates your life because of excellence. There is a price of things that must shed abroad by the things of the spirit. And this is the issues. The testimony of our weaknesses and strengths was still in the place called the window. And that is why every time they're speaking about Habab, they're always getting the lines of the window. And when you read the Bible, you realize that the testimony of the window represents revelation. The places of revelation, whether our weaknesses were in the revelation of Christ, you realize every time they are in the revelation of Christ, the Lord has become strength. The Lord has become strength. If your weakness is hemmed in the revelation of Christ, It will always become a strength. Why? Because in Christ, when this weakness hits revelation, you start to see perfection of what men could have called weak. And that's the mind of our God who humbled himself even as unto the cross. They don't know why the man is being crucified. That's weakness. He imputed sin on this guy. He says, the Bible says he was wounded for transgressions, bruised for iniquities, chastisement of our peace of the point, no robbery to be like God, but he became like God, He humbled Himself in the form of a servant and took on the form of a man. The Bible says He dies. And because of that, the Bible says He was exalted. He was given a name above every name. And at the sound of that name, every knee shall bow of the things in the earth, of the things under us, and of the things in heaven. And every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of the Father. Brother, you are weak only to become strong. You just need the window. And in this life you don't need many things. You just need one thing. A certain window. To minister to your spirit. You don't need a new car. You need a certain knowledge. You don't need a new house. You need a certain knowledge. That will cause a man to give up his house. To get what you have. The Bible says he is not a fool. Who loses what he can't keep? To keep what he can't lose. True price. The true price is faith. And the true glory and portion is wisdom and knowledge. Listen, this thing can dwell on you so deep that no man has a choice except to love you. That even if they say they hate you, they will hate you because you're deep. No, listen, not because you're bad. No, no, no. They will have a problem with you because they can't get to where you are. But that's okay. That's okay, because a man of understanding will have pity on such men. Why? Because they have failed to get the way to what you carry. But listen, I made up my mind long ago. I don't want to be a banker. I want to be a banker of bankers. I don't want to be a preacher. I want to be a preacher of preachers. I don't want to be an apostle. I want to be an apostle of apostles. I don't want to just be a prophet. I want to be a prophet of prophets. I don't want to be a mobilizer. I want to be a mobilizer of mobilizers. Listen, God this, oh, I don't know whether you see the window. 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 God, listen, there are certain people who are okay being the best at the age. But listen, God wants to take you past best at it. To best. He won't add life to a man that already has it. And you look at it, you're excellence after excellence after excellence after excellence. If you hide yourself in a village, men will dig roads to find you there. Why? because they want what you have and what you have money can't buy that's your portion, somebody raise your hands and start to receive it now just raise your hands and start to receive it now Shala, Holy Ghost Holy Ghost start to receive it excellence. excellence 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 in your weakness God is putting excellence in what was failing you The Lord is placing excellence in what was slowing you. He's placing excellence. He doesn't want to restore your job. He wants to give you an excellent job. He doesn't want to restore your mind. He wants to give you an excellent mind. He doesn't want to give. He just wants to give excellent. I mean 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 excellent. I speak excellence upon you. I speak excellence upon your business. I speak excellence upon your ministry. I speak excellence upon you, everything that you touch. I speak excellence upon everything that you see. I speak excellence upon everything that you possess. I speak excellence. Listen, I speak excellence upon your vision. And I mean upon your vision. And I mean upon your vision. That it might come true before your very own eyes. That what eye has not seen, what ear has not heard, what has not entered the hearts of man, it's starting to work in your system. That whatever you do, whatever you say, wherever you go, men will look at something on you that they've never seen on another. I mean excellence will work in your life. I mean excellence Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you. Ya, 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 ya. Somebody help that guy. I see the spirit of excellence. I see the spirit of excellence. I see the spirit of excellence. I mean the spirit of excellence. I see the spirit of excellence. I see excellence. I see, I see a prostitute become a woman of God. I see a weak guy become a strong guy. I see the drug addict walk out of drugs I, can't land it. I see the normal torture become supernatural in the name of Jesus I see a normal torture become exquisite in the name of Jesus excellence excellence excellence
1: excellence, excellence.
0: excellence 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 if you try to do business and you failed do it again do it again I see somebody here you had a company, it was a construction company but it was in paper. and you tried to chase a few deals and it failed but thus served the Lord do it again do it again do it again. There's somebody who had a line of ministry. And, and that ministry. Said to pull out. And he wanted to give up. That said the Lord. Don't. 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 There's a reason why the ribbon was scarlet. He shed the blood. For the revelation. He shed the blood. For what sits upon you. Listen. You are bought by blood. Your testament is in the blood. Nobody and nothing can get to you without going through the blood. It's working. It's working. It's working. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you Lord Jesus. Listen. 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 The people of the Lord is just going to make so rich. Are you hearing me? So much, not because he has to give them money, but wealth in wisdom, wealth financial, wealth in knowledge, wealth in insight, wealth in everything. And you'll understand that the blessing of God maketh rich and addeth no sorrow. Thank you Lord Jesus. Thank you Lord Jesus. Thank you Lord Jesus. We own this world. We own this world. It's not going anywhere. We have it. He told us occupy until you come. We have it. Listen. If you're here and you want to give your life to Christ, I want you to raise your hand up. You get born again. Listen. Can you put your hand up? I see. Up up there. There. I see a hand down there. I see another one. If you want to give your life to Christ, just put up your. Thank you, Lord. Repeat this word after me. Say, Lord Jesus, I believe in my heart. I confess with my mouth that I'm born again that now you carry lordship upon my life. In Jesus' name. If you just give your life to Christ, you'll come here in a corner. When people are leaving, there's a gentleman who wants you to see we need to follow you up and and, and, and see that the Lord does something in your life. Amen. The message you have just heard was brought to you by Fenero Ministries International. Finero, make manifest.